much for watching today with Marilyn and Sarah. I am thrilled and delighted to get to spend some time with you. And I was praying about our time together. And the Holy Spirit dropped this verse in my heart for you. And it's Proverbs 2, verse 2. And it says, and this is my prayer for you today, that your ear would be attentive to wisdom and that your heart would be inclined to understanding. So many times we don't understand what's going on or we don't have wisdom about situations, be that our family, be that our relationships sometimes, or our finances, or health even. But we wanna pray for you today that you would have both wisdom and understanding. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We love to pray for you. And James says it, if you ask for wisdom, God will give it to you abundantly and liberally. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We wanna pray for you that God would give you wisdom today and for specific areas. So just be be certainly uh, specific with those prayers. Um, Mom, yes. super excited. We have an yes. awesome friend with us, Deborah yes. Begay. Yay! One of our favorite people? No question. Absolutely. I told her that beforehand. I said, we love you the most. I no. love you too. <laughs> Seriously. And one of the things that we love about you is how deeply grounded in the word you are. Yes. That's what I like about you guys. Yeah. yeah and I love, I'm walking in to get the microphone right this morning and you're yelling out to your husband, hey, where's that verse that says, look up that verse. I'm like, sweet, man. And I'm just digging that because it's not just what you are for the audience, but it's who you are like off camera. It's like Bible, Bible, Bible. And you and I were talking to makeup and we're like, oh, what about <laughs> Abigail and all this? Right. I love it. I you love know, it. I, I thought love the it. other day that you, I don't want to sound like a walking Bible. Then I thought, yes, I do, because the Bible is the Word of God. Exactly. I want to walk out the Word of God. <laughs> exactly. And you know, I would say, which came first, the Word or the world? Mm. The Word came first, so we can take the Word and use it on the world. Mm, I love it. I love totally it. good. Totally good. Deborah. Yes. You have a one minute money mentor for women. Yes. Oh my goodness. I've this never is huge. To, I've never written to just women before. Why? Why'd you do that? Because I, I don't like what I'm seeing out there. Mm. There are too many women who are not just taking primary responsibility, even though they have it, for managing their finances. Mm. Uh, a lot of them say, I don't have the head for finances. Something. How can you say you don't have a head for something when you have the spirit of the almighty, all-knowing God dwelling <laughs> in you? So you have a head for it. You have a head for it. Yes, you do. So, and, and, and listen, there's, there's the biggest transfer of wealth going on right now. Women are inheriting money from parents. Uh, a lot of women are inheriting money from their husbands because Typically, we live longer than the men. Right. And so we're going to have to know what to do with the money. And so the whole purpose of writing the book was just so that women can just understand how to make informed financial decisions. So it's not about lording it over a man or trying to get rich. Yeah. It's just making sure you're a good steward of the money. You know, you told us, told me behind, you know, when we were doing makeup about some stories about women that have struggled with their finances. Yeah. Some of those were like major drain wrecks. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you might be watching right now thinking, wow, I need, I seriously need wisdom for my finances. Of course, get on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray that God will help you with your, your finances, but also this would be a huge resource for you. Um, and one of the, tell us one of those stories about the lady that had a huge train wreck with her, with her finances. Well, she had so much debt and she was so depressed and she just stopped opening the mail. When the oh. bills would come. <laughs> she oh, would no. just throw them in a box. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, she just threw them in a box. She said, I just couldn't bear to look at it. And a friend came over, and they started going through the box, and she had a check in there for several thousands of dollars. What? Yes, where she had written a jingle and, um, and didn't know it. But because, and that's, that's one of the first things I, I teach people. We have 21 strategies here, is to know where you stand. 
Don't be in denial about where you stand. Don't be afraid to get the reality of it. So we got to face the reality. Where do I stand? What do I owe? How much do I own? What can I do? But we struggle with that because I think it, we take this idea of where do I stand and then we, we extrapolate that and say, what does that mean about me? Well, it, it, it does. But the thing is, like, suppose I can't get out of it. And we got to always remember it, nothing is too hard for God. Right. You know, that's, that's so foundational. Now, sounds simple. Nothing is too hard for God. He's going to provide for us. And so if you don't get these foundational truths just deep down in you and say, I'm sticking with that, you know, kind of like on TV, that's my story and I'm sticking to it because right. I've had to do that. Listen, we, we, we'll be stuck. We'll be stuck. We'll, we'll be in denial. We'll be too afraid to see where we are. So that's like number, the first step is, where are you? But what if you're intimidated by money? You can't be intimidated. You know, I, I like that word intimidated because it means, you know, right in there in the middle of that word is timid. The enemy wants to get us timid, fearful about it. You don't have to be intimidated by money. I mean, always remember that you are connected to an omniscient God. He knows everything. We don't have to be intimidated by anything or anybody. You have to tell yourself that, though. You can't be like the little engine who can <laughs> and say, I think I can, I think I can. You can say, I know he will. I know you will. I know you will. And he will. He will reveal things to you that you don't, if you avail yourself. And that's what the purpose of this book is to tell people, listen, buy the, buy the wisdom. Whatever you need, Proverbs 23, 23 says, buy wisdom, yeah. buy knowledge. You better invest in your own understanding. Just do it. And, and surround yourself with women uh, who don't think like you. <laughs> but who are already managing their money. Because everybody's not, not managing their money. Some women are really managing their money. I'm managing my money. <laughs> oh, yes. It's your future. Yeah. It's your destiny. It's so important. Absolutely. And I love this one-minute money mentor. Because a lot of times we think, or I think this, I'm not really that good with figures. And, you know, how can I do all this? But this is wisdom for you. And I had to see that God wants me to prosper, wants me to prosper personally. And then you get hold of that and you run with it and it's absolutely amazing. So you need to get maybe two or three of these because you know women who are not handling money well. You know women who have great need, great lack in their lives and you can give it as a gift, but you have it for yourself. And when you call in to get the book, you may want to say to them, just briefly, quickly, I need this much money. I'm in debt this much, or my house needs to be paid off, or something special that we can pray over. We believe in money miracles. So call, do it right now, and remember, this will keep you in a faith mode about your finances and a wisdom mode, as Sarah has said. <laughs> Another story I heard, and this is I remember my friend told me this. He said, you know, my wife, she, uh, she just writes checks. And she, she says, as long as there's checks, there's money in the bank. And so she's like, well, there's all these checks, so I got money. And he said, no, there's no money in the bank. And she said, no, but there's all these checks. And he said, <laughs> and she, I, was, I remember when he told me that, I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it sounds funny, but some people are that naive. Right. My niece went uh, and my, my, wanted to get, get some money from my brother once, and she, he said, she said, well, just go to the ATM. Oh. <laughs> right? Like, put the card yeah, in, do your code, get and you your get your deal. Did money come out of that thing? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I think that's kind of problematic because we don't, we don't take the face the first thing. Right. Where do I stand? Where do I stand? Mm. And, and even before we talk about where we stand, though, we have to understand what are the foundational beliefs that shaped why we are where we are? 
What do we believe about money? I was sharing with you earlier that uh, I had a certain set of beliefs about money because my mother, who's deceased now, was very unempowered. My mom had no education, and she had several children. She had seven children, in fact. And she uh, was subject to some abuse because she just didn't have any resources. And I looked at that, and all my life I thought, I don't want to be that empowered. And I said, when I get, a, when I get old enough, I'm going to make sure I go to school and, and, and earn money. And it almost took me to the opposite side because yeah. we have to understand that uh, a certain beliefs, all of our behaviors based on a belief. And I just believed if you didn't have any money, you were just like nothing, you know, or that you're going to be subject to abuse. I didn't marry a man who was abusive, but in my head, that was shaping how I, I managed my money. I didn't want to share. When I first married, I didn't want to share the money because I'm like, nope, you don't share money with men. They may abuse you. <laughs> wow. And, yeah. And I remember telling my husband, I said, I want you to know I go shopping every Saturday and I don't plan to stop. And he's like, okay. I'm like, that's it? Okay. My mom never had the freedom to shop like that. And I'm not even a shopper. I wow. just was trying to get my, you know, bluffy and early <laughs> to say, you're not going to control me. It's like, I'm not a controlling man. Right. You know, so we got to look at those beliefs. So you right. were talking earlier about a person that you knew who had grown up, who was orphaned, and yeah. now they hoarded money. My father, yeah. 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 And my so, father yeah, did yeah. So it's so important that we understand Fear. what beliefs are right. driving my behavior, my right. decisions, and do those beliefs come into alignment with the Word of God? Dad, he had the, the depression era, right? right? He grew up right. in all of that and, and always hoarded. Yes. Never had enough. I mean, I remember he'd go to a garage sale and buy open bags of flour for a quarter. <laughs> right? Oh my. And I know. And but and it was obviously and it shaped that shaped his yes. and if you don't acknowledge that stuff, you become trapped, bonded in captivity right. to it. Right. But my mother changed my father because my father was an orphan. You know, and so he and his sister were finally taken in by a relative, a distant relative. So he had all this fear about money. So my mother gets born again, spirit-filled, and so she said, you know, we need to tithe and give 10%, you know. And so he said, no, no, we can't do that. No, no, we're not doing that. So he would give her a grocery allowance so she would tithe out of that money he Love gave it. her. So he said to her, how come we're eating better? He said, it <laughs> seems like we have more steak and we're having better food. She said, because I tithe the grocery money. He said, then let's tithe it all. <laughs> I love it. Nice, nice. Oh, yes. my gosh. I want to pray for individuals who are in bondage to that, some of that oh, shaping. Fear. Yes. Whether it's fear or the, the insecurity or, or the, the intimidation, all that mindset. Because some of you watching right now, you're in bondage to that. And it's controlling and restricting and keeping you captive. I want to pray for you. Father, right now I lift up these individuals who are struggling, the, the background that has shaped their mindset with money. I rebuke that captivity now. And I thank you, Jesus. You came to set the captives free. So I speak life and freedom and liberty to these individuals to walk in your truth and not in bondage and deception in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Sarah, that's so powerful because mm. we really do have to acknowledge that, forsake it, throw it at the foot of Jesus. And put it on the table because yes. when we hide it, 
Yes. And when we, you know, well, smoke mirrors, you yeah, know, yeah. kind of walk around and, and then eggshells and yes. it's a sacred cow in the room. Right. It's, we never talk about it, but you got to put it on the table and say for what it is. Because yes. if you don't, then it keeps having power and control and domination over you. Right. So put it on the table and say, yep, that's exactly what the problem is. Then you can deal with it. And if you're struggling with that, hop on the phone, get on the website. Of course, we want to pray for you and grab your one minute money mm -hmm. mentor for women. I'm telling you, this is a great resource to help you. We're going to come back in just a few seconds here and encourage you with your finances that God has prosperity for you. Money and the worries that come with it can be all consuming. We want to help you take charge of your money and conquer the bad habits, fears, and uncertainties that hinder your stability and success. For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you Deborah Pagay's book, One Minute Money Mentor for Women. With practical, easy to understand steps, you will learn how to ask for what you want in the workplace, strategies for getting out of debt and bringing your credit cards under control, the risk and rewards of investing, and much more. We will also send you Marilyn and Sarah's teaching CD, Provision for Your Vision. This resource shares how God provides for His children in both expected and unexpected ways and will guide you as you walk the path toward financial security. To complete this great resource, we will include our prayer scripture card for easy access to powerful scriptures that can change your circumstances. Financial freedom, it's not about wealth, it's about peace of mind. Call or click today to receive this life-changing resource. Together, we are impacting thousands of lives with the truth, compassion, and power of God's Word. But there is still much more to be done. By becoming a partner with Marilyn Hickey Ministries, you'll share in bringing God's miracles and healing to the sick, experiencing a deep love for the Bible, and taking the gospel to the nations. When you become a $30 a month partner with Marilyn and Sarah, we'll send you our welcome gift package, which includes the Jehovah Rapha Oil Vial with oil prayed over by Marilyn and Sarah. Our exclusive partner CD set, which includes six CDs featuring 12 never-before-released teachings. The Majesty Coffee Table Book, featuring beautiful representations of the names of God, and more. If you have a passion to reach the lost and are ready to release the anointing of God into your life, then join us today by becoming a partner. Call or click today and help Marilyn and Sarah cover the earth with the word. You know, when I think money, I have to just say this to both of you and to you. I think of our wonderful partners. And I think of years. I've been on television 45 years. You say, well, how do you do it? Wonderful partners. And so I just want you to know, I pray over you every day that God will bless you in three ways, that you will have a hunger for the word, a hunger for the power of the Holy Spirit, and you will want to reach the lost. That's God's number one priority. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being a partner. And may God's blessing prosper you from that seed that you sow in a monthly way. Amen? Amen. Amen. Totally They're the good. best. Totally good. Now, I am very interested in this because you call it the one minute money mentor. Yes. But how can I, as a woman, because this is really for women. It's for women. And so if men are watching, they should get it for their wives. And the principles are universal, but there are some things that are unique to how women manage. So would you tell me why? Are you talking to women about money in particular? 
because I want women to have a high quality of life and not to relegate that responsibility for managing managing their money to men. This is not about male bashing, but since um, you know we're going to end up at some point, not everybody, but we may end up managing all of the money, then I think we have to be informed. I, I was talking to a person the other day who was standing behind a woman in line at the bank, and she had gotten one of these things that said, you won the sweepstakes, and she really thought she had, and she's there trying to deposit that check. Wow. <laughs> you know, it's just naivete about. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm thinking, no, you want to do that. And you know what? We really can learn about money. It's not that hard. That's why I call it the one-minute money mentor, because it's just a bite-sized piece of wisdom. And I even have a, a glossary there that talks about terms you need to know. Because a lot of times, if we just don't know the terms that are unique to a certain transaction, it just go over our heads. And so it's not that hard. He gives wisdom to the wise. I always put my hands on my head and say, I thank you for revealing to me now the thing that I desire. That's what Daniel said in Daniel yes. 220. And it's important that we can we can understand. So some of the things that are foundational, well, it's to everybody, it's to, it's to tithe. To me, that I'm insuring myself against a lack. So tell I us exactly what the tithe is. It's 10%. We have a lot of people watching, and you may not know what it is. Now listen closely. Okay. This is a greatest key of all to prosperity. It really is. It's 10% of your increase. And I, so if it's a gift, I tithe on gifts, whatever I'm increased by. And I do it consistently. And it's important. In our 38 years of marriage, my husband and I have never not tithed. So if you made $10,000, how much would you tithe? A thousand. A thousand dollars. And I'm glad you're making clarity on that because one lady asked me, she said, now is tithes $10? <laughs> yeah, if, you t if you made a hundred, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. a million, yeah. right, 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 right. No. And you know what? If you once you just get on automatic and say whatever I get, whatever comes to me, only ninety percent of it is mine. Just need to get on automatic with tithing. You don't need to try to figure it out because when you start, when it's small. Then you'll just be on automatic for when it gets to be bigger. But listen, the enemy will come and try to tell you that's a lot of money. So oh, you don't yeah. Want, yeah. So you want to be on automatic with tithing because it ensures you against lack. So that's foundational. But then you want to know, where do you stand? Where do you stand? You know, get your bills down. What do I have? What do I go? What do I make? Where, is it? what is, where does it go? And then to understand that it's important to plan. What are your goals? We need to make sure we have some reserves. Now, we don't put our faith in the reserve, but you want to make sure you have at least a month's living expenses in the bank. Now, I know there are some financial gurus that say six months. I'd like that as well. Ooh. But, you know, yeah. you know, the average person is only like two paychecks away from homelessness. No. That's crazy. Yes, two paychecks. In America. In America. In America. That's and so tragedy. let's just strive for a month. You know, and, and this is what I found because I'm real big on reserves. Sometimes you'll put your faith in the reserve. You can't do that because the enemy is always trying to take us one extreme to the other. Right. So either you're not managing well, have no reserves, or you have this big reserve over here, and then you don't want to make a sacrificial gift to a ministry. And there will be times when God will say, I want you to plant that into your building fund or your church fund or whatever. Right, right. So you just got to make sure that you stay balanced and through it all. That's the key thing. But to plan, I love that story of the, of the ten foolish, the ten virgins, the five foolish ones. Right. They didn't. Ha they didn't lack money. They just lacked planning. <laughs> right. And this is that parable. Let's talk about that because not everybody knows what that parable says. Yeah. So this, Jesus talks about this, and and it's really s essential. Right. They're waiting for the bridegroom, and they all had lamps that had oil in them in that day. And then uh, the five uh, wise ones they brought extra oil, but the other, the five foolish ones didn't. And the bridegroom delayed in coming, and their oil ran out. And, the, and they told the others, they said, give us some of your oil. And I like what they said. They said, no, we can't. They said, no, we won't have enough for ourselves. Now, that's not a call to selfishness. But the point is, the Bible says, and while the foolish ones went to buy, the bridegroom came and they missed out. 
See, this is why I like to encourage you to get the book, because you hear this and you think, yeah, I want to remember that. But then when the program is over, you think, oh, I didn't get it all. Yeah. And there's a lot you're going to get that you're not going to get on this program. So I would say to every woman, the one-minute money mentor for women is extremely essential for you because all our lives we deal with money. Come on. I, you know, yes. I'm in my 80s now. I'm still dealing with money. So I need this kind of thing and I need to pass it on to others. So call in and get your book, but something else. Leave a prayer request for a special need, financial need in your life. And, you know, don't go into a lot of details. I need a house, I need a car, you know, I need a new job. Just something quick. And so we have prayer and book. And this helps me to keep practical and keep this before my mind. God wants me to prosper and these are the ways that I can prosper. So we expect to hear from you right away. You know, when, the, when you talk about those five uh, virgins that didn't have the oil, but they had the money. They had the money because the Bible says that they went to buy. When they went to the store to buy extra, and I'm thinking, why didn't they plan ahead? Why didn't they bring extra? They were just being irresponsible. But you know what? The wise ones didn't enable them in that dysfunction. They said no. Please say that again. <laughs> they said no. And no is a complete sentence. It's okay to say no. We don't have to fear alienation and rejection by saying yes, because we don't want people to be upset with us. Sometimes no is the right answer. And we can enable people our children yes. in a wrong way. In a wrong way. And you know what we do And when we enable others? We keep them from reaping this big thing that's one of God's biggest teaching tools, the laws of sowing and reaping. Right. You need to reap the, 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 the results of bad sowing. You know, exactly. and if you don't learn that, you won't learn it if somebody always has a safety blanket. Because if I don't let you fall, sometimes I need to let you fall. I have to have that kind of tough love. And I've learned to say no, even in my own family. It's like, no, if you're irresponsible, I'm not the one. <laughs> and what about children who are maybe into the drug scene, the alcohol, and they come home always wanting money? Right. With no responsibility. They, you know, the boomerang kids who come back home and you don't insist that they pay something. You know, I don't care what it is. If they just pay the light bill, you need to keep them responsible. People need to know that you have to be responsible. It's not, that's not life not to be responsible. So you enable them. This is cute. So one of my kids, I'm not going to rat them out, right? <laughs> one of my kids was saying to me, Mom, I want to take some uh, summer classes. I was like, that's awesome. How much does that cost? Well, I don't know. I said, well, you need to find that out. Well, aren't you going to pay for it? Nope. You need to think about paying for your own education. Well, that seems like, you know, really harsh. Well, that's what happens when you grow up. <laughs> <laughs> See, my dad was like, that. he didn't believe in buying a lot of clothes, mm. so I would save my lunch money. <laughs> I just didn't eat lunch at school, and I saved my lunch money and buy shoes. And he asked my mom, where does she always get the money to buy shoes? <laughs> <laughs> I saved my lunch money. Right. You know, that, that's a good lesson to learn. Right. And the other lesson for, that I'm teaching my kids is you can't, it's good to not spend money, but you got to earn it too. Yeah, you got to You can't it. save your way to a college degree or whatever. I mean, you got to like actually get a job and put money in the bank and you have to earn stuff and not just save it. And be responsible. And one of yeah. the things I teach women is to uh, be able to ask for what they deserve. Mm, right. Yes. That's good. And I like this especially because, you know, folks, we need to pay our bills. And when the woman in the Old Testament who got that miracle of all those oil, 
all these pots of oil. Remember what the prophet said to her? Pay your debts first. Yes. And so paying our debts is very key. And everyone needs help with money, I think. I think because we are changing all the time in our age, in our expectations, children, grandchildren, all those kind of the process of it. You need to live in a miracle process of the wisdom of God for the time of your life for the money. So please call in. Get the one-minute money mentor for women. And please call in with your prayer request. And remember, Jesus loves you. And, he's, and the Bible says, beloved, he wants you to prosper above all things in everything, spirit, soul, and body. Money and the worries that come with it can be all-consuming. We want to help you take charge of your money and conquer the bad habits, fears, and uncertainties that hinder your stability and success. For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you Deborah Pagay's book, One Minute Money Mentor for Women. With practical, easy-to-understand steps, you will learn how to ask for what you want in the workplace, strategies for getting out of debt and bringing your credit cards under control, the risk and rewards of investing, and much more. We will also send you Marilyn and Sarah's teaching CD, Provision for Your Vision. This resource shares how God provides for His children in both expected and unexpected ways and will guide you as you walk the path toward financial security. To complete this great resource, we will include our prayer scripture card for easy access to powerful scriptures that can change your circumstances. Financial freedom, it's not about wealth, it's about peace of mind. Call or click today to receive this life-changing resource. Now available, Hey God, Can We Talk by Sarah Bowling. Designed to transform your conversations with God from distant and religious into meaningful and authentic dialogues, Hey God, Can We Talk gives hands-on tools for interacting with God through the everyday stuff of life. Deeply rooted in scripture, each chapter contains conversation starters that are simple biblical applications and a roadmap for dialogue to jumpstart your talks with God. Experience life-changing encounters with God through any circumstance, including when you want to go deeper in connecting with God, when you royally mess up, when you reach a fork in the road, when the future looks bleak, when your life is a total meltdown, when your plans change, when your emotions are raw, Regardless of your background, experiences, or training, the tools in this book will empower you to have deeper and more intimate conversations with God. Get your copy of this transformational book today. It's such an honor and a delight to have you. Oh my goodness, I always love, 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 love getting to talk with you. They get to watch some of it, but I like it even better for like the offline, you know, we get to talk and dialogue. So as we finish today, I want you to pray for our audience, please, Deborah, yes. um, to help them with their finances. Thank you. And thank you for this opportunity. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that you supply all of our need according to your great resources. So we say forgive us, God, for bringing you down to the level of our checks and known resources that we think we have access to. And Father, today we just dedicate our finances to you anew. Help us to have the right priority. Help us to put you first and to obey you in our giving. Lord, help us to walk in integrity. We want to do all that we can, Lord, so that we position ourselves 
for you to show yourself strong in our finances. I pray that there is no lack in this audience, but every person who has a need, help us to know that you've already supplied it. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you, God, that you are a miracle worker. Our eyes are on you, our expectations of you, God, that you will bring every need, God, to fruition. And we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for being our God, in Jesus' name, amen. You know, I love this. God says the love of money is the root of all evil. We don't love money, we love Him. And so He wants to take money and make it work in your life. You know what I want to say to you today? Money is your servant when you are His servant. He will prosper you and do things beyond what you can even imagine. Don't run after money. Let money run after you. If you go after wisdom, in her right hand is length of days, in her left hand is riches and honor. You have a long time to live to enjoy all the riches and honor that come your way. Why? Because you go after Him, His godly wisdom in everything.